my frazzled brain. It wasn't until days later when I found myself despairing at everything I had to do and be and own did I even consider it a possibility. Do less? Slow down? Okay, maybe. But how? Naturally, I turned to Google and found my way to Leo Babauta's blog, Zen Habits. There I discovered a man who had completely transformed his life by choosing less. He was adamant that letting go of the excess stuff his family of eight had accumulated over the years led to massive changes in his health, happiness, work, home, parenting, relationships, finances and self-esteem. He was an unapologetic advocate for a life of less stuff, and he wasn't alone. Further research revealed there were literally millions of people who shared similar values, who were saying no, doing less and letting go. What's more, they were saying that this life of less stuff, less stress, fewer obligations and fewer pressures was actually a life of more. More time, more energy, more freedom, more joy, more presence, more connection and more health. As I sat in my cluttered office late that night, illuminated by the blue light of my computer monitor, my family sleeping nearby and my coffee cold next to me, I realised I wanted to be one of these people. I wanted to find a life of more, on the other side of less. Over the next 12 months, my husband Ben and I decluttered stuff with a tenacity we'd previously reserved for acquiring it. We let go of over 20,000 items from our home that year. Yes, I kept track. And many thousands more over the subsequent years. I stopped counting because it was quickly becoming a new, albeit different, obsession with our stuff. We slowly started making other changes too, and regained our weekends by learning to say no, do less, and embrace the lost art of downtime. We reined in the mindless spending by questioning our wants versus our needs, began re-evaluating what it meant to live a successful life, and started sketching out a long-term plan for self-employment. We rediscovered contentment by turning to gratitude and living in the present more often. And gradually, we realised we didn't want to be the Joneses. In fact, we didn't even like them very much. So we opted out. And while imperfect and still evolving, we've never been more at peace. We now have way less stuff, less stress, less anxiety and less dissatisfaction. We have more time, more space, more fun and more creativity. We have better health, better relationships, better sleep and better adventures. We're now self-employed and while that brings with it other complications, we're living with the benefits of more flexibility and more freedom, more time and more satisfaction in our work. Now lest you think that's one massive humble brag, please know this. Did slowing down and simplifying make our lives easier? Not really, and certainly not in the beginning. Simpler, yes, but not easier. What it did do was put the important things front and centre. We can now, most days at least, rest easy in the knowledge that we're giving those important things the attention, love, time and space they deserve. We can also see that those important things really aren't things at all. Every week I receive emails asking how we achieve this value-centred life. Turns out many of you are facing the same challenges my husband and I were struggling with six years ago. And believe me, I get it. As homes get bigger and self-storage facilities blossom in the suburbs, we find ourselves obsessed with the acquisition of ever more. Stuff, status, activity, likes, followers, friends and money. Catalogues arrive daily. Online shop fronts ring with purchases made day and night. Retail therapy is mistaken for actual therapy. Social media is used to sell us new clothes, new lifestyles, new business opportunities, new health trends, 
Advertisements bombard us with the next big thing, making us feel inadequate until we relent and buy, just to fit in. To paraphrase American actor Will Rogers, we buy things we can't afford to impress people we don't like, and we do it every day. We fill our calendars with meetings and parties, lessons and classes. We bemoan how busy we are while saying yes to another commitment. And we do these things because we believe, on some level, they'll make us happy. We believe that if we just find the right combination of stuff and status, it will perfectly fill the discontented hole in our lives. But we are more stressed than ever. We are overwhelmed by a relentless amount of information every day. We have blooming consumer debt. We have homes so large we can't keep them maintained. We have breakfast and dinner in the car. We have weekends booked out for months in advance. We've forgotten what it is to have less. Less stuff, less stress.